Hello, welcome to Standing at Horsham. I'm Emma. And I'm Anna. You all have heard with the jingle that we're doing a slightly different episode. Yeah, we're going to talk about Christmas. Do you think it feels like Christmas has come earlier this year? I think so. And I've, I've noted, oh, I've seen um, Christmas trees in, in windows <laughs> kind of mid-November, which I don't remember seeing them that early in previous years. I, don't, I just wonder if things this year has been a bit tough and you know it's quite nice to embrace the season of goodwill a bit earlier but um I'm quite a strict person I don't like to start thinking about it until December yeah (laughs) when do you start thinking about it actually when do you start planning yeah Christmas normally I mean it's inevitable you have to think about it don't you because the Mm. shops are full of Christmas chocolate etc from sometimes it's like September isn't it yeah Um, my birthday's in November so I don't like to think about it until at least after that yeah Um, but yeah it's not we don't normally do anything Christmas related until until December. What about you, Anna? Yeah, I think so. In Sweden, even though um, even if you're not particularly religious, and uh, actually Christmas in Sweden is a really odd mixture of pagan traditions and some Christian ones. But one thing that is really prominent, I think, in the run up to Christmas is Advent. Yeah. So everyone in Sweden will have uh, like a candle holder with four candles. So you light the first candle on the first of Advent and then, so it's the four Sundays up until Christmas. And everyone will do this. It's nothing to do mm-hmm. with whether you're religious or not. And I think first of Advent, that's, for a lot of people, that's when also when you start the Christmas decorations. So some years, like last year, that was end of November. But this year, it's actually December the 2nd. Okay. It was. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think first of Advent, that's when it starts kind of for me. Mm-hmm. And the Christmas tree... When I was young, we would decorate and put the Christmas tree inside on the 22nd of December because that oh. was my uh, mum's birthday or is my mum's birthday. Uh. But that was early. It used to be really? the day before Christmas. So the 23rd oh. of December, because in Sweden we celebrate the 24th. So there you go. I mean, oh. now it's different, I think, for most Swedes. It's changing, but right. traditionally only a few days before Christmas. Oh, really? And then so you would keep it until, I think it's called the 12th night or something like that in January mm. and that sort of marks the end of Christmas in Sweden. So does it feel really early when you see trees spy them through windows like I mentioned earlier? Do you do that feel a bit weird to you? Yeah but I'm used to it now it has mm. changed but I mean lots of traditions they changed. I mean take Halloween for instance that mm. was not a thing a few years ago yeah nor here in the UK nor in Sweden. <laughs> So what are your thoughts of Christmas this year? I'm really excited about Christmas this year because we're going to celebrate Christmas here and we haven't really done that since we moved to the UK. So yeah, I'm really excited to see what a UK Christmas and a Horsham Christmas is going to be like. What's a typical English Christmas like? Well, I think everyone has their own traditions. It's definitely a, a time when there's a lot more gathering like family gatherings um you, you know you celebrate it and that's for me is, is one of the nicest parts of christmas to bring your loved ones together really yeah um but in terms of christmas i mean it's all about different areas uh, but it's a religious festival isn't it not everyone does remember that all the time i'm not religious but i do think it's quite nice to remember why we're having Christmas and link back to the, you know, the story of, of Christ. So yeah, church services obviously are quite key. And I know we, in Horsham there's some lovely, I've been to some like crib services with the children. I do feel a bit hypocritical because I'm not, like I say, not religious, don't go to church, but I have been to church services at Christmas. Yeah. So obviously that's one aspect. And there's some great ones 
I've been to St Mary's, they do a crib service and that's beautiful and it really involves the children and mm. um, kind of gives them an idea of, of why we're celebrating. I actually don't think it's hypocrite because I think uh, religion is also a big part just of our culture. Mm. And it's interesting that you say that Christmas is a religious event because to me and to Swedes, it's, it really is this mixture because yeah. we have all pagan traditions uh, mixed with it as well. Our Father Christmas is more related to more like a kind of gnome kind of <laughs> <laughs> type. It's called yeah. Tomte, which is we don't give um, him gingerbread and carrots. We give him porridge. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and he lives out in the stable somewhere, and then he comes. You know. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's quite do different. You give, uh, do you, does he have any reindeer or anything like? Not really, no. no. He probably just, um, yeah, I don't know how he gets around. He lives in this tape. You're by porridge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So what's the most important Christmas tradition to you then? Oh, to me it's a lot about food and drink. Yeah, I love the food traditions of Christmas. Mince pies, you know, I was already tucking into those before December. When I learned that you could actually put them in the oven, that changed everything. They're so much nicer. <laughs> well, it's, and it's nice to kick you about if you can make your oh, own Oh, of course, well. yeah, yeah. We did have a couple before we started recording yes, this, didn't we? Yes, my Gonna first ones. The, the mood. Yes, and I love anything fruit-based, your know, Christmas pudding, Christmas yes. cake. And I guess that links back to really old times, doesn't it, when you have dried fruit for preservation. That's a really nice tradition, I think. And then, obviously, on Christmas Day, we'll have a big meal. Yeah, that's nice, you know, sitting down having... As someone called it the other day, a roast with extras. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, you know, the turkey, the pigs in blankets, sprouts, sort of traditional things and, yeah, a nice big roast dinner. And then there are lots of things going on in Horsham, of course, in the run-up to Christmas. Yeah, that lead-up is nice as well, isn't it? And it's sort of a chance to celebrate, to eke it out a bit longer. Mm. I quite enjoy going to the pantomime at the capital. Pantomime, to me, feels like that's Christmas. I'd, I know it's something that goes on after Christmas, but for me it's that it is before. before yeah. yeah. This year it's Beauty and the Beast. At all. the Capitol. Have you booked your tickets? No. I don't think actually I'm going to go this year, but <laughs> I have been in the last couple of years and yeah. the children have really enjoyed it. And it's then there are carols on the bandstand. Yeah. Portion District Council, they've got um, on their website, there's updated details of when there's carols on the bandstand, which is She's really nice. Everyone loves a Christmas carol, a little sing-along. Yeah. Do you have carols in Sweden? Yeah, lots of Christmas songs, but we have um, a very big thing before Christmas is St. Lucia, which is on the 13th of December. And this is celebrated everywhere in Sweden, every school, every workplace, Mm -hmm. everywhere. And I think a lot of people have probably seen it's, um, well, kids usually if it's in a school, all dressed in white robes, and Mm -hmm. then Lucia, which is... Traditionally, a girl with long hair wears a crown with candles. And then, so she's leading a procession and then they're singing. And traditionally, this will be in the morning and then they will bring saffron buns and gingerbread and coffee and serve that in the morning and sing songs, Lucia songs or Christmas songs. That music is really like Christmas music to me. Oh, that's nice. I think, you know, growing up, carols are very much part of school you do them for the nativities you know you have a little donkey which I love I still love that carol mm. I haven't heard that how does it go I'm not no? it <laughs> no one wants to hear that I'll, I'll play it to you after um, it's yeah that's really sweet and there's a little town of Bethlehem and they're all very linked to the Christmas story yeah those, but then there's other ones like Good King Wenceslas and 
Oh, I'm trying to think of all of the carols now. But then there's obviously Christmas songs as well, Christmas hits, mm. like Last Christmas by Wham. And... Yes. But see, the ones you mentioned, I've never heard of them. I have so much to learn about English Christmas, apparently. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to go through some Christmas carols. I don't know if any listeners can put forward their favourites. Yeah. Or ones that Anna must listen to. Yes. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. So what else is going on in Horsham then? Well, there's going to be food markets and Christmas yeah. food markets. No, I think Christmas, um, Horsham really embraces Christmas. They've put lights on in the sound centre. Like we mentioned earlier, the carols on the bandstand in the lead up. I think the Rotary Club does Rise with Santa on a steam bus, and that happens oh. before Christmas. And then there are light shows as well, Wakehurst and Leonardsley. Yeah, Leonardsley Illuminated. Yes. Actually, I'm going to that this year. I'm looking mm. forward to that one once before and it's really nice it's kind of more of a winter festival rather than being particularly about christmas yes yeah. it's, it's that sort of festive mm-hmm. mood rather than it being about christmas a bit like a pantomime i guess yeah. a nice thing to do with your family like you said earlier they're, they're sort of little traditions aren't they that people build into their lead up to the sort of the holiday days as yeah but you know christmas also is there's a lot of charitable activity happening around christmas i know that Horsham matters food bank is asking for christmas food mm. donations this year and that always gets well supported St Catherine's Hospice has events and when I was growing up my dad was a member of our local Lions Club do you know what the Lions Club is? you know and my grandfather in Sweden he died when I was 10 so a long time ago but he was part of Lions yeah it's an international charity yeah they would every year they'd set up a sleigh which they'd tow along from the back of their car Mm mm-hmm and someone would dress up as Father Christmas and sit in the back and it would drive around all the streets and mm-hmm. knock on people's doors and let the children come out and Father Christmas would give sweets to the children. The sleigh would play music and Father Christmas would wave, would chat to the children. It was really sweet. And I used to go out when I was probably from about, when I was a teenager, I think, go and join them, knock on doors and collect money and tell the people to come and see Father Christmas. Oh, yeah, really? Um, that was really sweet. I think that happens in Horsham. Merry Christmas! I'm actually really excited about the food as well. And this year we've said that we're going to have a double Christmas. Mm-hmm. We're going to celebrate Swedish Christmas on the 24th right. and English Christmas on the 25th. Not sure how we're going to do oh. it, but that's the plan. Yeah, so do you, would you eat on the 24th? What's your yes. feast that you have? Well, lots and lots of food. <laughs> it's uh, Well, it's a smorgasbord. That's actually mm. a Swedish word, smorgasbord. Yeah. So it's like a buffet with... So traditionally there will be a Christmas ham meatballs but before that we eat marinated herring and salmon and things like that so lots of different kinds of marinated herring and then you move on to the more heavy stuff traditionally quite meat based i don't really eat meat myself but that's the tradition so the meatballs the ham actually lots of various types of cabbage so there would be like a red and sweet kind of cabbage thing Uh, a green cabbage with cream There's probably some brown cabbage in there as well. (laughs) And probably a cabbage salad, maybe with some citrus fruit. Which sorts of cabbage? I guess sprouts are like mini cabbages when we have that here. Gas, stomach on Christmas. (laughs) And then obviously you have to drink snaps with that, otherwise you can't eat that much. So And that will be... Well, that helps with the digestion. digestion. Yeah. And uh, what else do we have? There will be boiled potatoes with it as well. Yeah. And then, of course, all day long there will be lots of chocolates and homemade treats of various Mm. kinds and then glug which is 
it's mulled wine, but it's really, it's got quite a lot of sugar in it and lots of spices, so it's Ooh. quite thick. Yeah. You drink it from small little cups and you put almonds and dry raisins in them. Oh, wow. Yeah, mulled wine is always nice. That definitely gets me in a Christmas mood. Yeah. And I love it when if you... One of the things I love, actually, is going to pubs at Christmas. And that's one of the things I think I missed most in COVID was that feeling of walking in pubs at Christmas when they're heaving. You know, you can't get through and you're literally sort of fighting to get through to the bar. But there's this kind of lovely atmosphere, which I like. And so, yeah, I'll be heading to some Horsham pubs, I think, before Christmas and hopefully have mulled wine on. Yes. (laughs) Or Christmas markets where you can get mulled wine. Looking forward to that. Yeah. And they're talking of booze. One of the things that made me chuckle was um, I remember picking up a turkey from... I live quite close to New Street Butchers and I could see the queues just a couple of days before Christmas. Everyone picking up their turkey and their pigs in blankets. But they, because they're expecting queues, they put out a bottle of sherry. Oh, (laughs) a tin of sweets so just to kind of keep people in good spirits but I, I remember picking it up about 7.30 in the morning really? <laughs> it was just seeing oh. seeing that out was uh, quite made me laugh that's such a lovely thing to do to offer little things for people waiting outside yeah. in the cold and really get you in the spirit of Christmas I guess as yeah well. I think it's it's nice because that real season of goodwill isn't it and I think yeah. that's that's the main thing you know you see people just probably a bit nicer to each other yeah. <laughs> this time of year and it's Something like that. If you're waiting in a queue, then you just end up much more easily, I guess, just talking to the people next to you as well. Yes, definitely. And just have conversations with new people. Yeah. Yes, before you have to sit with your relatives (laughs) and have those conversations around the uh, dinner table. But um, no, I'm really looking forward to Christmas and I hope you enjoy your your Christmas. Yeah, I'm sure I will. And And then we're really excited to hear about you, our listeners, to hear about your your Christmas stories, your your best tips, perhaps, yeah. or what you like about Christmas. Yeah, tell us what um what, where you're going to go. What makes you feel Christmassy? We'd love to hear. You can comment on on our social posts or or email us. We love to hear from you. We would. Yeah, get in touch. So we're going to wrap up. Yes, like my pounding. Um, and let's wish everyone a Merry Christmas, whether you're in Horsham, Sweden or wherever. <laughs> yes. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. And uh, yeah, we are really looking forward to continuing our podcast next year, aren't we, Emma? Yes. Um, we've got lots of good stuff coming up. So we'll be back after Christmas. And as usual, get in touch with any ideas. It's so nice to hear from you. 